You awaken in a cold sweat. Your heart races and your breath quickens. It's 3 a.m. and you're not alone. Something lurks in the corner of the room and it's darker than the night. You're deep in the woods, enjoying a family camping trip. Marshmallows roast and laughs are shared until something screams from behind the rig. It's neither human nor animal, but something in between. You can't see it, but it sees you. You're driving down a dark, lonely road, singing along to your favorite song, when something dressed in white crosses your path. You swerve to an immediate stop and check your rearview mirror, but nothing's there. The people are real, and the stories are legend. The problem is that legends are often riddled in myth. We uncover the truth. Tune in to Paratruth Radio every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NewLanternMedia.com and anywhere podcasts are found. Welcome to Paranormal Heart, a place where people can talk about their paranormal experiences. With your host, Cat Ward. Welcome back, folks, to Paranormal Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Kat Ward. You can find me on the second and last Sunday of each month on Podbean and YouTube. You can also find the show on New Lantern Media, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you find fine podcasts. Paranormal Heart provides a safe place for people to share their paranormal experiences. Whether it's ghosts, aliens, dogmen, sea monsters, or gnomes, this is a place to discuss what you have encountered. Drop me a message at paranormalheart13 at gmail.com if you'd like to discuss your paranormal experiences or just want to say hi. I would love to hear from you. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you all had a good holiday season. Here in the Ottawa Valley, we're still on lockdown. So far, it's only until January 25th, but who knows if they'll extend it. What do things look like where you are? I'd love to hear from you. Like I've mentioned before, remember everyone is stressed out right now. A few kind words go a very long way. So if you do go out, tell your cashier that you appreciate them. They're doing a good job. They often get the brunt of the hatred like it's their fault. Rules have been implemented. I've been seeing a lot of this on rare occasions that I do go out. So please be kind to one another. This episode's shout out goes to my listeners in France. Un gros merci pour votre support. Je vous apprécie tellement. Thank you for your support. I appreciate you all. In episode 51, I have a returning guest who has had many strange encounters. He has investigated and lived with the paranormal, was a veteran podcaster who started out on terrestrial radio and moved on to internet shows, 
and now he can add author to the many things he has accomplished. I introduce to you Arizona Tramp. Hello, Arizona Tramp. Welcome back to Paranormal Heart. Well, hello there, lady, and thank you for having me on your show again. Yeah, this is, um, I'm, I'm really excited to have you back on. I know you've been uh, not on the net very much lately, and um, I really miss your shows. But I, I understand technical issues and just life and a bunch of crap. You miss my shows? I miss your show. Uh, when I used to do okay. the news for you. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I've told you that before. Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't know. People get used to not having me around, I guess. No, just you were around for so long, and just and all of a sudden, you know, your your show's not there anymore, and and I really do miss it. Well, you know, at least somebody misses it. <laughs> <laughs> at least you got one fan. <laughs> yeah, I have like two or three people every once in a while that you know will say something to me about it. Hmm. I was like, okay, well, I'm kind of happy I don't do it anymore, personally. Uh, you were doing it for so long that I, I think I, you probably just got kind of burned out a bit because you've been doing it, what, since the 90s? <laughs> yeah, right? well, it wasn't that so much as, as uh, it was the fact that I, I was used to having hundreds of people listen to me and then things like Facebook come along. Mm-hmm. And immediately, oh, well, you're not allowed to go to these sites anymore because we told you they're bad and you got to go here. Mm. You know, and, and that that's true about all kinds of stuff. That's not just true about me. I'm not just whining about me. You know, um, don't listen to any, don't find some stations you want to listen to. You need to go to Pandora. Mm. You know, it's, it's that kind of uh, training that they're subliminally giving people i don't even know what pandora is pandora is music it's radio it's whatever you want to hear or it's itunes hmm. or it's oh okay yeah you know, and fuck the little guy yeah oh well so for those of you who don't know who arizona tramp is um why don't you give us a little rundown on on your background and hmm. uh, then we can talk about the books that you just released Okay, well, I'm an internet pioneer for radio. It used to be Pagan Radio back in the day. Then it became Paranormal Radio. It was Black Swamp Radio and the show Swampcast, mm-hmm. which I had a bunch of people on that station, including Cat. Yep. And, uh, well, you know, um, that's no longer the way it is. And I started writing again, and I've put, put out three books so far. Um I don't know. Uh, what else? Well, tell us about um, some of the paranormal experiences that you've had, because uh, I know the listeners really like hearing about things like that. Um, oh, well, there's UFO abductions. Mm-hmm. There's the ghosts. There's doing ghost hunting. Not necessarily that I'm not an official ghost hunter by any sense of the word, but you know, I would hang out with people that were. And um, they would be on my show and things like this. And hmm, um, 
this last summer, and I wrote this in in, uh, the book Swamp Dust. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, in Swamp Dust, what I did was, uh, in order to put a break between stories, I wrote about how haunted the town is that I live in, and I had people on Facebook send me their stories, and then I, I had a story going on. If you remember last year, I was getting my house redone, got a bigger yep. kitchen, and um, the guy that died across the street ended up coming over here and giving me lots of problems until mm-hmm. I would uh, finally break down and recognize that's who that was. Um, and that's kind that, of yeah. a little interesting thing. Is it still hanging around? Not that I know of. But it was weird. Uh, what happened, I might as well tell the story. Uh, I hadn't seen him in about three, four weeks. And uh, so I went across the street to go talk to him and show him my project that was similar to the project he was working on. And the grass was uncut. It didn't look like anybody had been there. And I'm standing in front of his house, which is like three houses down from me, if you were to look at it city-wise. But um, I feel this tap on my shoulder, and I hear I'm dead. Hmm. And uh, I just kind of blew that off. And then later on that day, somebody else that was a mutual friend of ours on Facebook, over Facebook, told me that he was dead and I went and talked to his wife a couple of days later down on the property because they didn't live there they just were there every day yeah. and um, she explained to me what happened and all that kind of happy neat stuff how, how long did you know him? oh uh, since I lived here about five years okay so that that surprises me that you kind of just brushed it off, just knowing that you're so in tune and, and stuff like that, that um, you just brushed it off when you said that you were that he was dead. Well, I'm so used to stuff happening around yeah, I guess, here eh? yeah. that, you know, that I just brush it off because the house is haunted. The land is uh, special. that's putting it mildly that it's special around here Mm -hmm. and you just get used to things you get used to listening to someone pull up in the driveway 15 minutes before they're supposed to be there and uh, you get used to the dogs going off at nothing and you get used to sitting out at the fire pit and watching things that shouldn't be there you know, I mean, it's it's kind of creepy, but I enjoy it. I love it. What kind of things that aren't supposed to be there are you talking about? When you say Just you're out by the fire pit. Stuff. You, you, you'd swear there was creatures running around out there hmm. in the swamp. You know, uh, I don't think you've read Swamp Dust yet, but in the story... Uh, uh, one of the stories that's in there, I, I write about a dragon that was in the swamp and it knocked some trees down with its tail. And that didn't happen, of course. Mm-hmm. And that that was just a story. Um, but when the trees came down, they came down in such a way that you had to wonder how the hell that happened. And um, 
but it is the land is magical around here. Is it the entire town or just the the land that you live on? Well, I'm sure it's not just my land. Mm-hmm. Is know, it something um, you've sensed ever since you moved onto the land? Yeah, oh, I sensed it before I ever we ever bought a house. Hmm. The first time we were here. You know. Uh, I you could smell the old guy that used to live in a house. The first time I was here, we went out into the back of the property and um when I was standing back there, I could smell an old guy. But there's nobody standing there other than me and wife. Mm. You know, was, and what, there was nobody else around, so. What was the smell like? Was it just like B.O. or? It was like old person. <laughs> old, old person. <laughs> so it was a combination of, of uh, B.O. and whatever. Cologne, cigarettes, cigars, I don't know. Uh, well, I don't think there's cigarettes. Rob A535. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow. Um, Does the wife <clears throat> sense it too, or is it just you? Uh, well, the wife blows it off. Okay. Uh, but uh, little Willow, she she gets really paranoid over it. It, it, it bothers her. She gets scared over nothing. I take it she senses all this as well. Oh, definitely, she senses it all, yeah. and she she's the one who sees the shadow person around here all the time. Oh, we we have one of those too. So, can you describe what the shadow person looks like? Mm, no. No. <laughs> I can't describe to you what they look like, but it's I can not, tell you when the they're there. Huh? It's not the hat man, is it? No. Okay. It's just a shadow uh, in the form of a human. Well, from what I have seen, it's not even in any form. It's just oh, there. Just a shadow. <laughs> and uh, the Willow says that it's a guy. Mm-hmm. You know? She must be more but you know how the shadows works. I mean, it, yeah. you stare at it long enough, and, and your eyes adjust, and it just you know becomes part of something else. Mm-hmm. So, I find too, if you don't look directly at it, you get to see more of what it actually is just from the corner of your eye. Kind of like when you look yeah. at a star in the in the sky. Something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Strange. And um, so, how old is Willow now? She's she's eleven, so she, yeah, she'll be twelve in June. Nice. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. So, did she always have these abilities, or is it just something? Oh yeah, she was. She's she she was born a little witch. Yeah. Is it something that you help her with to kind of reassure her? Well, yeah, I try to guide her. Yeah. I try. I, I try to point her in in the right direction. And, but most of the time, it's because um, she's still little, so she yeah. gets scared over stuff. So most of it's just trying to explain it the best you can so that they're not scared. Yeah. You know? Not easy when they're young. No, it's not. I, I, when she was really little, I used to I have a sonic screwdriver 
from Doctor cool. Who. Cool. Yeah, I have one too. And when she was little, I used to go around and we at bedtime, and we used to use my sonic screwdriver to make sure all the bad stuff was gone. Oh, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, for yourself, has it? How can I word this? So, because I know you, you're obviously into the paranormal otherwise you wouldn't really be here but is it something that you were able to sense ever since you're a little boy i don't really remember if i've ever talked about that with you yeah yeah but uh you read yes. the the first two chapters of the the book that you did edit and yep. yes she edited one of the books so far for me <laughs> i had to make sure people knew that Thank you. It's uh, perfect. <laughs> I know there's still mistakes, but I did fix what I what I noticed. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. That, um, oh, that's right. Yes. Now I remember. Okay. Yeah. It was yeah. more aliens than it was anything else. Yeah. I, I um. So yeah. I, I had my first encounter with aliens when I was what four or five or something like this. That. I can remember the encounter with the aliens where I'm in the back of my mother's car mm-hmm. and it was a station wagon and I'm in the back back. That's not what you're supposed to You all know the cops will have a heyday with you if you're going to do that today to, oh, to a kid. But I'm just, you know, laying down back there and looking so out the window the at the day. rain and, and all this. And she's at, at the stoplight or I mean a stop sign out in the middle of the country. And there's this... Um, <clears throat> truck that's pulled up the side of the road and it looks like a carnival truck it's got all this painting and all this kind of stuff on it and these uh two clowns come out towards the car and i start screaming my head off and the next thing i know i'm back in, in my mom's house yeah well hmm. and yeah. I, and so uh that was my first encounter with 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 uh, with them. I, I don't want to get too deep involved in that because it um, it seems to oh when you start giving something like that all kinds of attention, yeah, uh, it, it seems to attract them again. You know what I, I'm saying? Oh yes, I find it's like that with um, investigating ghosts as well. You it tend is. to get yeah. You tend to get more sensitive, more aware. Uh, they know about you, so you're going to be um, experiencing more paranormal things around you, and uh, it's just kind of like you have like a spotlight on you because you're out looking for them. And uh, yeah, it's like you you flick the light on, and they yep. go, "Oh, okay. Well, hey, let's go mess here. with them again." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So. Um, Oh, no, I don't want to mention that because that's part of the book and it might, it's just too much information. I don't want to. So what? Oh, jeepers. Your very <laughs> first memory that you mentioned in the book, is that part just part of the book or is that an actual memory you remember? That is an actual memory in Twisted Life. That yep. is uh, an actual memory. That's amazing. Everything everything in the first two chapters is almost exactly absolutely fucking true. Excuse my French. <laughs> All right. No and the rest of the book you can you can take that for what it is. Mm-hmm. 
and you can you know you can read it and enjoy it you can read it and not enjoy it you can read it and believe it you can read it and not believe it it's totally up to you it's a novella uh, for you listeners if you're interested in reading it I started reading it and then I offered to edit it for him and I really did get into the story I really enjoyed it well I'm glad you enjoyed it yeah um so I really look forward to I really do hope you write some other books. Well, I I plan on I, I've been thinking about that and I either am going to come up with a story. I'm either gonna write something spiritual or I'm going to write something that is uh, a real twist on twisted life uh, to continue that as a series. Hmm. Um, or I, you know, I was joking around with the, uh, the wife the other day and I said, I'm going to, I'm going to write a horror novel about, uh, something serial killers would be scared of. Oh, uh, but I don't want to go that dark. I don't no. think. I think that would damage your soul. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> that's yeah. If it, uh, scares serial killers. Yeah. That's pretty. The, just the idea kind of frightens me. Just the idea scares you. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 People, people like to be scared, but they don't want to be terrified. So maybe I won't even go there. <laughs> well, that's just me. Oh, sorry, my dog just jumped down. Um, the um, that's just me. I'm I'm sure that there'd be other people who would love to read it. So. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would, because like I said, just well, the idea. The, all, all three books are on Amazon. Yep, I will all be right. adding. I will be adding the links in the show notes. So anybody who's interested in uh, in picking them up, uh, it'll be easy. Well, just... the, the thing that you, you know, Brian and Al and uh, several other people want the paperback. Yeah. But because of COVID and how screwed up Amazon is right now. Mm -hmm. You could order a paperback. They're not even going to charge you for it because you're not going to see it. They're not really? printing books right now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're not printing. I can't. I haven't even. I, I ordered author proof a month ago. I haven't. I, the, the, the date is set for the 20th of January, and I doubt that I'm even going to see it then. Hmm. For, for just a proof of, you know, my proof. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know how many other authors are having problems with Amazon like this, you know, and I'll have to ask them cause I know, uh, I know a couple of them, you know, a couple of them of the same, uh, same people, but, um, yeah, that's, I didn't even know that I haven't ordered a book in such a long time. Yeah. So, uh, Kindle's the way to go, I guess, or if you get a hold of me um and send me a couple bucks i can send you a pdf mm -hmm. with with the cover picture or something i mean i don't know i like the cover picture that was done by um that was done uh, by brian the lovely and talented brian bowden <laughs> i also call him uncle bowden um, yes actually i have ordered a book um recently that was uh, before christmas uh, my guest 
two guests ago, uh, episode 49, Christine Ann. She had some dogman encounters, and uh, she wrote a book about it as well, so I uh, I ordered it. But, um, yeah, it, it that was before Christmas, so I don't know. When did you release yours? Just recently, correct? I re- well, I, I released all three in December. Okay. Hmm. You know, uh, the third one was at the very end of December. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and I had them out free for everybody for five days. Each book went out for free because, you know, I was working bugs out and the editing, you know, so, and needed to be done and all that kind of happy hoopla. I know. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, if you if you read Twisted Life now and you don't like the way it was edited, it's Cat's fault. <laughs> You can send me the message. <laughs> like I said, I'm, it was not. It's not perfect. There's still some errors. I know that, but uh, uh, I fixed it to my to my not you know better knowledge. But somebody who actually does editing will probably say, "What was she doing?" <laughs> well, somebody who actually does editing and for a living and things like that. You know, my book is written in a way that people speak today, and my book yeah. is written for the intelligence level of people under 30 today. Um, half the time, you can't understand what the hell they're saying or, t- or anything or, or typing, you know, because it, it's all screwed up. So um, I put it in as simple of, of a way that people can understand. Mm-hmm. You know, and because it's it's for the younger crowd, people under thirty years old. You know, it's like uh, I I don't expect people my age to really be into it. Yeah, about uh, young people, um, the way they talk. My uh, I have two teenagers, as you know, and my youngest, who's seventeen, will be texting each other, and a lot of times he'll say what to me, and I'll be like what to him, because I don't know what the hell he's talking about, or we'll just be talking, and I'm like, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> it's good grief. Yeah, I it, <clears throat> these days. So anyway, what made you decide to write the books? It was uh, something that had to come out. Mm-hmm. It was just something I had to do. So I did it. There's nothing else for me to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the, the whole city is like, uh, we're not under lockdown, but at the same time we are. Yeah. And, you know, it's like me, I, I don't like being around people in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm home all the time. And it's like, I'm not going to sit on my ass and, and watch TV all day, every single day. Yeah. I have to do something. Nice. So... Do you think if it wasn't for this COVID thing that you might not have written the books? Mm, I would have done it anyway. Maybe just not this soon? Uh, well, uh, Immortals Among Us took me 10 years to write, and that was 10 oh, years wow. ago. Yeah. I mean, it took 10 years to up until 10 years ago when I first released that book. Hmm. That's a, so, um <clears throat> I, I would have. It, it would have got done. Mm-hmm. It it was just. It's time. Yeah. I needed to do it. And uh, so I did it. Yeah, with this COVID thing, uh, a lot of people are doing things 
that they wouldn't have, they're teaching themselves, I'm teaching myself how to knit right now, and uh, people are learning how to play musical instruments or, you know, um, writing books like you. So, uh, yeah, it seems to be a, a, an era of uh, learning new things and, and trying things that you've wanted to do for a while. Well, yeah, things have gotten back to what is important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can only play video games for so long before you get sick of that, too. Don't tell my son that. <laughs> no, he actually gets sick of that, too, after a while. Yeah, but, you can uh, only do that for so long, and you need something else to do. Yeah, that's you true. Know, and, and this time is for what's important, and spending time with who is important in your life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, knowing that at any time, they might not be there anymore. So you need to get past the stupid and just enjoy life. It's almost like the reset button has been pushed again because I don't know about where you are, but in my area, it's so nice to actually see kids playing outside again um, where they're always inside. And well, I can't is, imagine this time of year how they're outside. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they build snow forts here in Canada, um, you know, snowmen, um, Families are, are going out for walks, even now with the snow, uh, bringing their dogs with them and everything. And that's something that uh, I haven't seen in a very long time. So at least in my area, it's nice to see all this again. It's like, uh, you know, <laughs> you're stuck with your family. <laughs> no, I like my family. Um, so, um, you know, instead of just sitting at home being on your devices let's actually talk or play board games or, or whatever because i know other families who are, are playing board games uh cards you know uh, it's just it's really nice to see in a way it is you don't always have your nose shoved on your device uh texting each other and you're just sitting next to each other because <laughs> i've seen that done too right so tell us about. So anyway, uh, oh go ahead. Go ahead. No, no I was just going to say, tell us about some of your uh, paranormal experiences. Um, something that's really embedded itself into your brain, and that you're not really going going to forget anytime soon, if you've had any of those. Some of my paranormal experiences. Yeah, what have you seen well, up there? One that has stuck me stuck with me throughout the years is the Ghost Girl and the Commodore Perry. Mm-hmm. You read about that? Yes, I have, and I remember you telling I, me about that too. Yeah, I uh, that I was walking down. I was walking through downtown, and at the time, this was early '80s, and. Um, AT&T used to be on the building uh, on the ground floor. So, I, you know, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to warm up for a little bit. And this little girl is on the stairs. And the stairs have been barricaded. All the ent entrances to the restaurant on the second floor have been barricaded. And this little girl is sitting on the stairs. And we had... Uh, a full-blown com uh, conversation and this little girl is a ghost girl everybody knows about the ghost girl especially at this time because she's seen all the time um 
I take it you knew she was a ghost at the time? I knew she was dead. Mm-hmm. And, and But I had a conversation with her. And the security guard, uh, when she ran back up the stairs, because I, I got an attitude. And, and so she just did what she usually does. She runs back up the stairs through the wall. The security guard is standing right there next to me at the end here. And he says, well, you know, she normally she doesn't come this far down. But, you know, if you're going to stand in here, you need to go in there and buy something or get out. Oh. <laughs> wow. Did you buy something or did you just get out? No, I didn't need a phone. <laughs> <laughs> there wouldn't cell phones they were selling back then. Oh, yeah, I guess eh? so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to give you an idea of the era of the phones, they still had the, the the picture phone that nobody ever bought, where they hold a picture of you up to the lens of the phone so that people could see who who you're you know who they're talking yeah. to. That that's the era. Because it was cell phones weren't even thought of. Not even the great big brick ones. <laughs> I thought they had, so, they had the big brick ones back then. But they were extreme, or are those satellite phones? No, those were the satellite phone, okay. car phones that you're yeah. thinking of. They had those. So anyway, uh, another paranormal experience. Um, Did you ever go back to the Commodore to see her? Uh, I, I went back to the Commodore, mm, what was it, in August or something like that of this year. Uh, and I managed to sneak in. Oh. It's Commodore Perry Apartments now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there, there's no businesses on the fr- first floor anymore. It's just for, uh, where the security guard stays. Mm-hmm. But the stairs to go up to the lobby are still there, and the wall is still blacked off. Uh you can learn more about this if you go visit Haunted Toledo because they actually were allowed as a one-time deal to go through the Commodore uh, and docu- try to document some stuff. And, but um, anyway, when I walked in there and nothing, she, you know, she was never there again hmm. for me. Yeah, it was your attitude. <laughs> It might have been. <laughs> Who knew you had one? Who knew? <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, there's really? UFO experiences out yeah. in uh, Sedona. There's, uh, on uh, what was it, New Year's Eve or something, looking up into the sky and seeing a whole fleet of ships appear and then disappear as they dropped out of hyperspace. That was a whole, you know, second and a half worth of, you know, something cool. When was that? Uh, That would have been like 01. Hmm. 2001. Yeah. Uh, uh, Like. uh, 10 years ago. That's longer than 10 years ago, dear. Oh, shoot. 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been 20 years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Oops. <laughs> Oops. What, we're not uh, 2011? <laughs> you know, um, then there, there would have been 
the UFO that I saw over the river and several people saw three uh, egg-shaped craft go over the river towards uh, the Sun Oil Refinery on the east side of Toledo and uh, a thousand people saw this. No and they all called into the radio station, told the DJ about it, and the DJ just said over the air that he thought everybody was on crack. <laughs> okay, if you get you know. that many people calling in, there's got to be something to it. Well, it was also before uh, cell phones, nobody or video phones. Okay. This is like '95. Yeah. You know. So I mean. Um, Do you remember if there was any sound with those crafts? No, there was no sound. Hmm. There was no sound with those crafts. Oh, uh, Collingwood. All right. Uh, paranormal experience at Collingwood Art Center. Uh, hmm. Harold from Toledo Ghost Hunters and myself yes. and his crew are up in the attic uh, of the Collingwood Art Center. You, I think I, I, I know I showed Brian. I think I've showed, showed you this, let you see this video too, and, and you heard it. On a video, I ask, are there any children here that would like to, you know, uh, let us know that they're here, make some noise, and it's and all of a sudden, you heard all that stomping, foot stomping. Oh, but yeah. when you're looking at the video, it, nobody is moving. Hmm. You remember that? Yes, I do. I'd forgotten about yeah, that. I, that was on my computer that died. So, I, you know, there's no, I can't get a hold of it and... Uh, I haven't been able to get in touch with Harold in a long time. It's too bad. So you should try and yeah, and, uh, and get that back. Well, you know, it's like you know, trying to get something out of Harold's like trying to pull teeth. Ah. So, I mean, he's a good guy and all, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I take it it sounded like little uh, little feet. It wasn't like booted feet, like. It was like it was like ten kids were stomping in the bleachers at a high school basketball okay. game. Yeah. Hmm. You must have looked at each other like, "What? <laughs> this is so yeah. cool." We're going with, you know. I'm just saying. I told you. I told you so. Because you know, yeah. I, I I knew who the, I know who these children were. I mean, I I don't want to take away from my book i don't want to tell all my experiences yeah. on here you know uh you want twisted twisted life if you read twisted life or if you read swamp dust you will hear who these children were yep and you know they out of the 1940s so yeah i uh thought of the books when he mentioned it it's like yeah i know who they are but we can't really talk about it so you'll have to read the book <laughs> Like yeah, I, said, it, I mean, like I said, they are the what they are. I mean, so I mean, but you know, you know, what is it? Uh, Two ninety nine. I've got them listed for, and that's because Amazon won't let me go any cheaper than that. Hmm. Otherwise, I, you know, they'd be cheaper than that. Yeah. But, um, they're they're well worth it. I've been told that the stories are really super good, and uh, the grammar might leave a little bit to be desired, but I really don't care. I did the best I could do. And uh, that's the way that is. Yeah, and hiring an actual editor, from what I hear, is so, it's really expensive. Well, so. yeah, <laughs> I saw the going rate for 
uh, $10 a page. Well, when you have, wow. uh, yeah. I'm in yeah, the wrong so. business. Ah, <laughs> uh, you what? I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they want like 20 cents a word. Wow. Or something. You know, I mean, so it's, it's, it's insane. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. You know, is I'm not going to sit here and make excuses over the fact that, you know, I would, I'm not, I never was good in, in, in grammar. Mm. I'm not going to make excuses about it. You know, that's why I let Kat do it. That way she can be blamed and stay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, so. yeah. I was trying to think of something uh, smart to say, and um, yeah, I I've got nothing. Is there anything? So anyway, huh? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Is there anything you can talk about that's uh, not pertaining to the books? For experiences. For experiences. Hmm. For ex- yeah. Oh well. Um, You know, I, 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 we moved into this haunted house. Yeah. Uh, it, um, Tell us a little bit about what goes on there. Well, we've got a ghost kitty. And the first night that I was here, uh, that we stayed here, I felt uh, the cat get up on, on the bed and crawl up and lay down next to my head. Nice. We don't have a cat. We yeah. haven't had a cat in 10 years. Wow. You know. So, uh, and the lady we bought the property from, you know, her mother uh, was married twice, and both her husbands were here until that lady died, and then they left. They're gone. But they used to do things while Bernice was still alive, when she still lived here, Um, and the realtor even told us about this. That uh, they, uh, she was a neat freak. She had nothing else to do and stuff, so she cleaned house all the time and did her plants all the time and stuff. But she would clean her counters in the kitchen, you know. And then when she'd wake up in the morning, there'd be this dust spot in the shape of a heart. Oh. And that kind of stuff. And when we lived here until the ghosts got used to us. They would mess with the refrigerator door. You'd open the refrigerator door. You'd shut that door. You'd know you shut that door, mm. and the refrigerator door would open back up. <laughs> or the, the heat, they'd turn the heat off. I'd turn it on, they'd turn it off. Or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, uh, the, 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 the one guy, when I was in my shed, he used to do things like I'd be working with a tool and I'd put it down to do something else and the tool would end up on the other side of the room. Yeah. And one of the benches on the other side of the room just to mess with me. <laughs> I think you know, I'd do that and too when you, when you when you give them the attention they need, they leave you alone. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they play tricks with you even more. <laughs> Harmless tricks, but Yeah. That's I really like that dust spot in the shape of a heart. That's that's really sweet. Yeah, I figured you'd like something like that. 
Well, it's paranormal heart after all. It is. (laughs) 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 You got to put the love in the paranormal. So. So anything lately uh, in, in your place for paranormal activity? Uh, within since uh, the kitchen's been built, I just I hear a lot of the time somebody pull up to the house, mm. uh, twenty minutes or fifteen minutes before they get here. Now the thing about this is is that uh, sometimes nobody even shows up during the day, mm. and with the jeep that we have now you don't even hear that run when you're inside the house from the outside with the house closed up oh wow so you'll hear this and you hear the car door slam or you hear a couple of car doors slam and it's like well if i don't get up then you know i'm gonna be rude so you get up and you look and there's nobody there (laughs) you know so i mean that's the most of what's going on right now other than the shadow person that mm-hmm. well sees or uh, the dogs they don't like going in the garage oh, really? I can have the garage door open and the back door open to go outside and unless I'm with them uh, they don't want to go hmm. do you ever get any uh, bad feelings in there yourself I don't have any issues with that garage. I don't understand, especially since I redid the garage and and fixed the ceiling and and uh, put drywall up in the garage last summer. I, I don't have any problem with that. Maybe the dogs just don't like your renos. <laughs> eh, who knows? <laughs> they, they don't have a problem with anything else. Yeah. The but woods I, are more spooky than my garage, and I'll go in there. You don't go in there, or you do? They they will go in the oh. woods. Oh really? All on their all on their own. They'll go in the woods, but they won't go in the garage. So that's funny. What goes on in the woods? Ooh, all kinds of creepy things. Care to um, elaborate? Plus, we have deer back there, but mm-hmm. uh, we got deer and possum and and and. Uh, fox and all kinds of stuff that, back there and we got some metaphysical creatures back there too you know um but they do their thing and i do my thing and that's all there is to it i mean so but every, you know there's there's a lot of the time that you'll look out in those woods and you have to look two or three times to make sure you're seeing what you're seeing because you swear you saw something else can it describe it just uh, well you would describe it as short little people Okay. You know, probably two feet tall, like size of a baby that could walk. But, you know, it, there's no babies out there. <laughs> <laughs> no baby tribes. No baby tribes. No. <laughs> Would those, do you think, be, because there's, I know there's places in the U.S. and there's probably in Canada, but I've mainly heard them of them in the, U, uh, sorry, in the U.S., the, the little people, or are they too big? Those are too big for little people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. There are other critters, creatures, yeah. what have you. You know. Um, did I ever tell you about when me and Willow were out there in the woods and we came across some fairies? No. Yeah, me and a couple of years ago, me and Willow were out there messing around out there in the woods, looking at stuff, and we walked right up on on 
a bunch of fairies. And they allowed her to observe them for several minutes before they flew off. What were they doing? Just flying around. They were more interested in us. Mm -hmm. See what we were back there. Because nobody goes back there. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, so it's kind of like it says it doesn't want. You you can just feel that, you know, it's not a place to go play. Yeah. So. Sounds like you have all sorts of entities on your property. Well, they're all over a place in this town, but yeah. Hmm. And this town is so small, we don't even have a stoplight. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That is small. Yeah. It is. And um, I don't know. It's just we've got railroad tracks running through it. We have one bar, we have a dollar store, and a liquor store. And that's about it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So. You still hear the trains? Because I remember uh, when you used to do your show, we would hear the train in the background. Oh, yeah. But, um, but I haven't heard any go for the last hour that we've been on here. And then. Yeah. And he said the same thing. I don't hear no train. Yeah, I don't hear them either. So that's, but that's why you don't hear it because back here, it's, the house is is the room that you used to hear the trains mm-hmm. is not existent anymore. There's a kitchen in its place. Ah, nice looking kitchen too, by the way, because uh, you had posted photos. Well done. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, it got to the point where we knew the train was part of your show, and I think you and I started calling it the Paranormal Train. Now, what do we call it? The, the, the Paranormal Express. At Paranormal Express, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was part of the show. <laughs> that unfortunately didn't get a chance to take off because no. the show ended. Yeah. Unfortunately. So. So anyway, Kat, is there somewhere else you want to take this or? No, not unless there's uh, something else that you'd like to discuss. No, not really. I mean, it's the way that it is. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's nothing really going on that I'm doing other than those books that I wrote that I think everybody would enjoy. Um. If you like stories that are a mind fuck, <laughs> then you'll you'll like my stories. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And um yeah, like I like I mentioned earlier, I, I really enjoyed the story. I um found that I was able to put myself into the story. And there's a couple of times I even messaged you saying, No, <laughs> Oh, well, I've had several people cry. Did you cry? No, I didn't. You didn't? Oh, Maybe okay. it means I'm heartless. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I had several people say they cried. Oh, really? Well, one person said it was very disturbing. Oh. I didn't yeah. think it was disturbing. 
and and the girl that manages the dollar store over here is kind of pissed off at me over it. Oh, why? Because <laughs> I don't know why I didn't ask her why. You know, she had a bunch of customers, and I wasn't going to okay. go into a discussion about something when she's busy trying to do her job. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, uh, and again, like I mentioned earlier, I'll be adding uh, links in the show notes. So if you're interested, you can just click on it and you don't have to Google and, and try to find it. It'll be right there at your fingertips. Well, thank you for having me on there, lady. And well, thanks appreciate so much. It. I appreciate it too. And uh, I hope your books do well. And uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully reading some more. I'm, I'm still uh, editing the others, and uh, there's two more that I'm editing for for Arizona and um, but yeah I'm looking forward to having you write other books well thank you and at least I got somebody that's a fan (laughs) 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 well thank you so much and you take care all right I'll see you bye I love that see you bye Well, we've made it to the end of another episode. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, take care of each other. And if you'd like to be on the show or have questions and comments, just drop me an email, paranormalheart13 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Paranormal Heart would like to extend a special thank you to PurplePlanet.com for supplying the music for the show. The views and opinions expressed on Paranormal Heart are those of the host and participants. 